2: through interviews with leading professionals, and tips and tricks to help you scale your business. Sit back, grab a coffee, and let's talk all things influencer marketing. Hey, this is Jamie. And this is Danielle. And welcome to episode 54 of the Businesses Influencer Marketing Podcast. Today, I am super excited because we are kicking off our money series.
1: I can't wait to hear what everybody has to say about how they're making money. Like, I just love that we are having this conversation.
2: Money's awesome.
1: It is. That's our new tagline. Money, money is
2: awesome. is awesome. I love it.
1: I would like a very
2: good money gif, jif, gif. I'm saying both in our show notes this week. <laughs> 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 I don't want to be on either. I'm T I'm Switzerland on this controversy. Um, I would like a really good money gif 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 on in our show notes this week.
1: I think it's important. I think we'll have to find one. And you know, my favorite is always until the end of time yes. on the bed of money from Breaking Bad. That's my favorite one forever. We We put that in the first talk we ever gave
2: together. We did. I remember that. I really so, love that one. I love that one too.
1: But speaking, speaking of talks, yeah, like, we're here, like, girl. It is like we just both segued the same way. Fall <laughs> conference season is here, and I did my first fall conference over the weekend in Salt Lake, it was the Tastemaker Conference. It's This was their first year and they, oh my gosh, Jamie, such a good conference. I'm so impressed with everything they did. I did ask their founder, Abby, to come on the show at some point to kind of talk about how she decided to have an event and that decision-making process. So sneak peek, we'll have an upcoming episode on that, but it was so fun. I got to talk to people both about legal and about marketing tools. So it was All of my favorite talks thrown into one weekend. It was really great.
2: I heard awesome things about that event.
1: It went so well. And I want to throw out there like if. You are at an event. You are one of our listeners and we are speaking. Please come introduce yourself because we would really like to meet you. I was so delighted to meet Susie from momsdinner.net. She was awesome. She came up to me right before my first talk to tell me that she is a listener and a big fan. So thank you for doing that. It was awesome to meet you.
2: I'm going to Taipei next week, the Taipei conference, and um, I really hope that happens to me. So You're someone, see
1: everybody you know there.
2: I know, there. <laughs> but I want someone new. I want people I am extremely excited for that event because you know it's my love, my heart belongs to type A, but I'd love to meet a new person. That's a lot of pressure for the new person, Jamie. Come find me. Show <laughs> love. I'm very friendly. I'll meet everybody. It's true. You will. You meet <laughs> everyone. You, it's like you can't help it. I know. I'll talk to a poll. I really <laughs> will. I will. I'm gonna talk to my desk later. That does happen. Don't tell anyone. Let's just Don cut that, which means Don will never cut that.
1: You know, it happens sometimes. I mean, I have, you don't have pets and that's the thing because I can talk to the cats and it seems... No, it doesn't seem more sane. Never mind.
2: <laughs> well, our guest today is actually the perfect example of a person who I pretty much captured and didn't stop talking to her for an entire weekend. Um, and so <laughs> we became friends because I made her. Uh, but our guest today is Amanda Williams. Um, her blog is A Dangerous Business. And Amanda and I met, well, we we met a few times. Um, the first time we met was at Wits. But then I basically attacked her and didn't leave her alone during the Mediavine conference. She became my conference bestie of that weekend. And I learned a ton about her blog and her business and what she does. And she's awesome. So I'm a huge fan of hers and I was very excited she agreed to come on to talk about all things money and how she makes money in her business. But let me tell you guys a little bit more about Amanda so you can understand her awesome as much as I understand her awesome. Amanda Williams is the former journalist turned blogger behind a dangerous business, a travel blog that aims to inspire people to fit more travel and adventure into the lifestyle they already have. Since starting her blog in 2010, Amanda has traveled to more than 50 countries, jealous, on six continents from her home base in Ohio and has been featured by major publications and websites like AFAR, The Huffington Post and USA Today Travel. I am super excited for you to get to know Amanda. So now let's jump into the interview. I am so excited to be here today with my good friend, we were just talking about our mutual love before we hit record, Amanda Williams from the blog, A Dangerous Business.
0: Welcome, Amanda. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. I am very excited.
2: So a little bit of background, we were Amanda and I were talking to our producer Don briefly, because Amanda and I met at we've met a few times, but we really cemented our love at the Mediavine conference (laughs) last year, where I basically attached myself to her. Um, She says it was mutual, but I'm pretty sure we all know it was me just following her around. (laughs) Because she literally has one of my favorite Instagrams ever. It is incredibly jewel worthy um, and beautiful. So Amanda, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, um, where you work and what you do?
0: Well, like Jamie said, I run a blog called A Dangerous Business. It is a travel blog. So I'm pretty much all travel all the time. I've been blogging for over eight years now, which is kind of an insane number to think of. Uh, I started my blog back in 2010. At the time, I was working at a newspaper. So my background is in journalism. I was an editor, I started the blog, because to be quite honest, I was bored at work. (laughs) (laughs) And I I just, I needed some sort of creative outlet. Because as an editor, I I wasn't getting to write anything. And I really missed it. So that's kind of how the blog was born. I've been blogging full time now since the end of 2015, I would say I mean, I, I was making money from the blog before then. But that was when I like kind of let go of all the the side jobs and the remote work and all that stuff and and really went full time with my blog. Like I said, it's, it's all about travel and so are all my social channels and I write about both domestic and international travel. Um, I kind of focus on the idea that you don't have to quit your job to travel. So I write a lot about, you know, trips you can take in two weeks or less and um, itineraries and just basically... Anything I can think of to help people travel a little bit easier and kind of tick things off that bucket list.
2: I love it. You're, you guys really <laughs> seriously have to follow her <laughs> Instagram. It's so good. You will just not want to have a job and just travel all the time. Um, but alas, most of us can't do that. So we appreciate the tips. Um, so we are here to talk all about money, which I was very excited when you agreed to come on and talk about <laughs> how your blog is a business. So tell us a little bit about the business side of your blog.
0: So the business side of my blog, like I kind of mentioned, I never actually started my blog with the intention of making money. In fact, when I started it in 2010, I didn't even realize that you could make money from a blog. That was a completely foreign concept to me. So I was not one of those people who was like, oh yes, I'm going to start a blog to get rich, which I mean is very hard to do anyway. So it's probably good that I didn't go into it with that uh, mindset. But Um, It kind of just organically turned into my business Um, about maybe a year, a year and a half into it. I started getting offers for, you know, like paid posts and links and all those things that you used to be able to do that Google like didn't penalize you for. And now they like kind of will not be very happy with you if you do those things. So, yeah, monetizing my blog kind of just came naturally. I think I got in at a really good time in like the travel blogging world 2010 there's kind of a, a large group of travel bloggers who started around that time, and kind of I don't know I, I liken it to kind of high school like they're like my class <laughs> <laughs> like all all the bloggers that started around 2010 2011 we kind of you know all know each other and support each other and. Um, yeah, but like I said my background is in journalism, so I have absolutely no business experience at all. I never expected to, you know, be any sort of entrepreneur. Certainly didn't expect to ever be my own boss. So that um, is something that I've definitely had to learn about as I've gone along. The, the business aspect of the blog is something that I'm still always learning about. You know, like Jamie mentioned, we met at a conference and like I like to go to conferences, especially ones that aren't always in the, the travel blogging niche, um, just because it's super interesting to learn about how other bloggers are running their business as well. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very lucky now that my blog is my full time job and it is a profitable business. And I still like pinch myself sometimes, especially when I, you know, look at how much I made last month. And then my husband's really sad because I make more money than him. <laughs> <and> <laughs> I love that. But it's, I mean, it's it's crazy because, you uh, know, when I was working in journalism. I, in in case you weren't aware, <laughs> newspaper, newspaper journalism does not pay very well, uh, and and never really has, and especially now it doesn't. And just to go from what I was making as a newspaper editor to like what I'm making now as a blogger, it, it just blows my mind. It's I mean it's awesome, but it's um, certainly n- nothing that I expected to happen.
2: You give us hope, but I, what I also love about <laughs> your no really, but what I also love about your story is this is an eight year journey you know, it's not overnight. You mentioned that in the beginning, about a year and a half in, you were talking about how you started to get those sponsored posts and some links, which we don't do anymore. How did the finances sort of organically grow and change over the last say, six and a half, seven years.
0: Like I said, it was probably about a year, year and a half in that I started getting those offers. And of course, it's super exciting. You're like, Oh, my God, somebody wants to pay me $100 to post something on my site. And uh, it was like, really exciting. And um, I mean, that that's really what I did for the first maybe like year or two that I was monetizing my blog. And I'm putting monetizing in like air quotes, because (laughs) you know, it it wasn't anything serious. Again, I I was working full time at that time. And then actually, I ended up going back to school to get my master's degree. So again, then I was running the blog alongside being in school. So it wasn't like something I was actively seeking to grow as a business at that point. So yeah, the monetizing it at first was just a lot of, um, sponsored posts and links and then I started dabbling in um, like affiliate marketing and that sort of thing as my traffic grew and then when I decided to go full-time at the end of 2015 uh, I just really like doubled down on everything that I was doing so that that was the point where I got really serious about learning how to do affiliate marketing right Um, I started trying out different advertising platforms and strategies and that's when I also think there's been a shift in the last couple of years. Like now it's much easier. Well, I won't say much easier, but it's it's a little bit more common that brands and destinations are actually willing to pay bloggers like myself for content or, you know, to visit a destination in order to promote it. Um, and that's something that really didn't exist when I started travel blogging. So that's also changed as well. Um, so, yeah, and a lot of it's been trial and error. Like you said, this has been like an eight year journey. So there there are plenty of things that like I've tried that haven't worked so well. And then other things that I was reluctant to try and have been awesome for me. So it's just it's it, there's always learning to be done when when you're a blogger. Like I feel like, you know, there's never like a limit to how much I can learn and try and just see what works.
2: I I love that because I feel like the one thing that I'm always preaching when I'm talking to bloggers is multiple income streams. You can't rely on one thing. You need to have many ways of making money and that's how I think the most successful businesses run. So it sounds like you, do you still do affiliate marketing now? I do. It's, it's like my number two income earner, I would say. And so what's your number one?
0: Advertising. Ah, yes. So
2: I am a <laughs> huge proponent of advertising, particularly some of the companies out there. Um, I have a personal fan favorite, which I mention all the time, the ad platform that I love so much. I think the ones that do it right, do it well. Um, so there's advertising that you do, affiliate marketing, what other income streams do you have? Have right now
0: yeah so those are definitely my top two and then number three would be um, just like paid campaigns so that could be uh, where a destination or a brand invites me to come visit and pays me to create content or sometimes just working with a brand to create sponsored content on my blog or social channels because that the sponsored posts still do exist and there there are ways to still do it correctly <laughs> even you know even though selling links doesn't work the way that it used to, let's say, six years ago. But th- there are still some really good opportunities out there for, like, branded content that would be a good fit for my blog. So I still do that. Um, and then after that, it's just kind of random, like, one-off, maybe freelance pieces. Or um, I do have two courses about blogging that I sell through Teachable. So that's... Brings in a little trickle of money as well, um, but like you said, like diversifying your income streams is so important as a blogger because in the freelance world, you talk about like anchor clients, where you know you want to have a handful of of people that will come back and hire you again and again. And in in travel blogging, you can have anchor clients, sort of like maybe there's a destination or a brand that you're an ambassador for that you work with over and over. But it's a little it's a little bit different. So like having different income streams is so important because if one dries up or, you know, maybe you get hit with a Google algorithm change and your advertising goes down or maybe Pinterest changes and and you're not getting as much traffic, you can't rely on just one stream of income. It's just way too, like, it's, it's too dangerous. It's too stressful. I think.
2: Yeah, I totally agree, especially I think for a long time, you know, the model was people just relied on sponsored content, but then you have to have that right ratio and particularly what you're talking about now in order to keep the traffic up, you can't have too much sponsored content. So having that mix, I think makes a lot of sense. I'm really, I'm interested in the affiliate marketing because I know that is a subject. We actually had an expert in affiliate marketing come on um, and that got really great reception on a recent podcast episode, Angel came on. How do you use affiliate marketing on your site and what success have you seen with it?
0: Yeah, so I think affiliate marketing is probably one of the easiest ways to monetize a travel blog. I mean, it's it takes time to get it right because affiliate marketing no matter what people tell you is not passive income. It's really not like there's a lot of work involved to get your strategy set up correctly, but once you once you kind of figure out how to work in affiliate links, and once you get it through your head that you have to write content a little bit differently when you're targeting affiliates. I mean, for anybody listening who's not sure what affiliate marketing is, it essentially just means that in my posts I will link to, let's say, a hotel or a tour company or maybe a product that I've used And then if somebody buys or books through my link, I get a commission from it. So it works really well with a travel blog because, of course, I am always writing about, you know, where to stay in a city or maybe what tours I took. Or even just when I'm writing itinerary posts, I can drop in things like, you know, this place was a great place to stay and have dinner or um, I write packing posts to kind of help people figure out what they should pack for different types of trips. And that that's super easy to add affiliate links to, you know, with Amazon or other um, brands that I might use. I think I mentioned I didn't really get serious about affiliate marketing until I went full time with my blog. So like 2016 is really the first year that I like really decided to dive into affiliate marketing and figure out how to do it right. Before then, I had just been Kind of throwing affiliate links into posts, kind of willy-nilly, like with no strategy, and, and then wondering why I wasn't making a lot of money. So you definitely have to keep in mind things like the the buying process that people go through. And oh my gosh, I could talk for an hour just about affiliate marketing because, yeah, it, it's I mean it's such a huge topic. But like I said, you have to write content a little bit differently for when you're trying to actually get someone to buy or book something
2: we we may have to have you on to talk about that <laughs> part 2 um, yeah <laughs> one of the things you also mentioned um was the community that you have sort of a group your high school class which i loved i thought that was a cool analogy um how, do you talk candidly about income and uh finances with that community that, of travel bloggers
0: um with a lot of people yes i mean there there are of course like you know talking about finances is something very personal and some people Don't feel comfortable talking about it with anybody, no matter how close you are. And and that's totally fine. Um, Personally, I don't really have a problem with it. I think that it only helps kind of raise the travel blogging community in general when we're really open about, you know, what we're charging and and what kind of projects people are working on, because I don't know. The thing that I think is nice about the travel blogging community is that, yes, sometimes we're like high schoolers <laughs> with, you know, all the clicks and the drama and the the gossip. Oh my gosh, travel bloggers are such gossips. <laughs> um, <laughs> but at the same time, like, I don't feel like my fellow bloggers are my competition, because I think that there really is, uh, there's room and there's need for all sorts of different bloggers. And also, I think with, with most travel bloggers, I mean, the number one way that people find our sites is through Google searches, you know, and that and that's not... I mean, yes, you're, you could be competing with other bloggers with content, but the people who actually follow your blog, they're following it because of you. So, you know, the people who follow me on Facebook and Instagram and all the all the social networks and who come to my blog regularly without doing a Google search... They're following it because of me, the fact that I'm writing it. So I don't feel like I'm competing with another blogger because, you know, we're different people and we have different experiences. I I, I do have a lot of blogger friends that I talk very openly with about, you know, like how much I made this month through affiliate marketing. And we toss ideas around about, you know, okay what can we try to do even better next month? Or, you know, we'll celebrate little wins like "Ah, I made five figures this month. And that, you know, it's it's nice to have people to talk about it with. I mean, my husband is super supportive and he's, you know, really excited about what I do, but he doesn't really understand that the, the nitty gritty of travel blogging. So it is really nice to have that group of people that you can talk to and you can talk about your wins and they actually understand like why it's exciting and, and why it's, you know, important to talk about. I I love that. I could
2: not agree with you more, particularly about the sort of stay in your lane, like it's you are you and you are so unique. I think all of our listeners, nobody can duplicate that. So I love the idea of sharing information. There was actually, and I'll have to find the link for the show notes, a recent New York Times article all about how it's important to share the amount of money that you're making to help other people to make sure that that the rates are normalized, because it only benefits everybody. So I love that you guys are able to do that understanding that yeah, money can certainly be a difficult topic for some people. But it's nice when you can find kind of find that crew that enables you to have those really frank conversations. So what are your plans for growth? What are you looking at going forward?
0: Well, like I said, there's Always things to learn. Um, right now I'm kind of focused on. I mean, obviously, just planning more trips, going more places that people want to read about. Um, I'm also kind of always at work on, you know, doing SEO work and kind of overhauling all my old posts and and doing that kind of like really boring back end (laughs) stuff that's not very glamorous, but that needs to be done. And yeah, I mean, I'm just hoping to continue growing and and obviously continuing to make money would be great.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you so much for being so candid and sharing um, your journey with us and telling us all about your income streams. Before we let you go, we do rapid fire questions with all of our guests. you have a couple minutes to answer?
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: Awesome. So our first question is, do you prefer coffee or tea?
0: Definitely coffee.
2: Oh, me too, Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) What is your favorite book?
0: Favorite book? Um, I would probably say either the Harry Potter series, because I'm a big nerd. <laughs> Me too. Or or um, there's a book that I find myself reading over and over again. It's called The Historian. And it's kind of a like historical fantasy type of fiction book. I don't know. It's got like vampires, but it's all set in Eastern Europe. And it's actually the book that um, inspired me to travel to Eastern Europe. It was like my first trip to Europe. And yeah, I love that book.
2: So. I'm gonna have to check that out. I haven't read that one. Well, <laughs> oh, that sounds good. What was the first thing you did to celebrate success in your business?
0: Um, Probably like did a little happy dance around my house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think like the biggest thing that I've done is Investing money back into my business and my website. So, you know, anything from just this summer, I spent a lot of money on a brand new design. I've paid for a better hosting. And then as a travel blogger, just being able to actually afford to take the trips that I want to take, that's been like a big, a big win. <laughs> yeah. The travel. Oh
2: my gosh. The travel
0: I'm so jealous of.
2: Do you have a word for the year?
0: A word for the year. I don't know that I do. That's all
2: right. Maybe
0: just, um, yeah, no, I, I, I got nothing on that one. <laughs> <laughs> all good. Do you, are you Apple or PC? Apple. Yes. See,
2: <laughs> I know it. Now tell everyone where they can find you.
0: So you can find my site. It's called A Dangerous Business. It is www.dangerous-business.com. And I am at Dangerous Biz with a Z on all the socials.
2: Thank you so much for joining us. This was so much fun.
0: Of course. Thank you for having me.
1: Jamie, that was such an awesome interview. And I've already started scrolling through her Instagram. We have talked about this. I have like 0.4% wanderlust in my body, which is like opposite of you. You're like 99.6%. <laughs> and it just makes me want to travel and do all the things. Her, I'm obsessed with
2: it. I comment too much, but whatever. She just has to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really beautiful. She takes beautiful photos and she you can tell she just genuinely loves all the places she's visiting. It's really cool.
1: Well, for everyone who is interested in keeping the money conversation going, we want to hear your thoughts, especially... If you picked up some tips about how she uses affiliate marketing, because I think that that was, for me, that was a really big takeaway. So we would love to see you over in the HQ. If you're not already a member, it's businessease.com slash HQ. And for show notes, you you can go to businessease.com slash
2: episode 54. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next week.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of the BusinessEase Influencer Marketing Podcast please subscribe if you haven't already. If you like the podcast, we'd love if you give us a review in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your reviews help new listeners find us. If you have any questions, you can email us at questions at businessese.com. We'd really love to hang out with you on our Facebook group, the Businesses HQ. To join, visit businessese.com slash HQ. We want to give a big thank you to our producer, Don Jackson of the Raven Media Group, for making us sound so very good. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you again next week. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.